This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Big Gold Belt. What up, everybody, and thank you for subscribing to our Patreon so that you are hearing this exclusively uh, first before anyone else. This is the Big Gold Belt Podcast. I'm your host, Two Chains, and before I introduce who's doing this with me tonight, just be aware that, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, be aware that this is the Flaming Hot Topic series where we really turn on the heat as we dive into one particular topic that's happening in the world of professional wrestling that we just... We 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 let loose. There's no filter here, and we totally give you our really unbiased, unrestrained opinions about this topic. But I can't do it alone. And what of always, I with my man Jamal the Giant Crab and Hot Take Hill Will. I'm a, you're going to be Hot Take Hill Will forever, just by the way. But Hot Take <laughs> Mr. Hill Will, fellas, how you guys doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Will? It's another Friday, and this is going to be a, probably a bit of a sensitive subject in parts. We might want to have a little bit of a maybe parental discretion or viewer discretion advised, given <laughs> the subject matter we're going to get into here. So I make sure I'll label it explicit when I upload it. Yeah, that, that's our due diligence. With viewer that. <laughs> discretion advised due to the nature of yeah. what we're going to be discussing here today on the Flame and Hot Topic. Yeah, Play in the yeah. church. What could yeah. possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you heard our last regular weekly episode, what we uh, released uh, this morning um, on Friday, which is uh, today is currently January the 10th, uh, we, we we talked a little bit about it, quick, quick little stinger about it. And we, I'll just bring the question up again. But bef- before we get to that, the topic at hand today is Roy Gulak. Now, if you may never heard of this guy, he is the younger brother of Drew Gulak, a WWE superstar, former Cruiserweight champion, and I think current member on Raw, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, 205, Raw, NXT, uh, Drew Gulak, and the PowerPoint store on WWE. We're talking about his little brother, Roy, who um, who's, was employed by Chikara, really reputable, independent promotion. Um, and not just Chikara, but Russell Factory as well. I know they mm-hmm. kind of go synonymous with each other, but... Um, in, in, in all sense of rights to two different uh, companies where Russell Factor, you pretty much get trained, uh, where he's a trainer, and Chikars is where people perform and they put on shows. Uh, like I said, really reputable, no matter if you heard it or not. Um, it is uh, ran by uh, Mike Quackenbush. Um, other no- tons of notable names that came out of Chikar. We can just go down that list forever. Um, also, kind of. Uh, also, kind of on the hands with uh, Bryce uh, Runsberg, who's now the rep for AEW, who still really contributes back. Matter of fact, Russell Factory just announced that they're opening up a new location in North Carolina. So they're doing really good. And, and also, too, just in case you just really have no clue about any of the people I've named, uh, Mike Quackenbush is, 
I'll say pseudo employed by WWE because he's brought in at least uh, one to two times a month to either have one on one training sections with top talent, Sasha Banks, uh, Alessa Bliss. And uh, so and 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 they really res- respect his craft. And this guy has literally put on matches for decades. Some of the best matches you've ever seen. He's still doing it. Why he's running the promotion. Why he's still helping out with WWE. But uh, one of his uh, former top employees, Ru Gulak, really got himself into uh, a really, really, I'll say really, really bad situation. But we're going to talk about this. And, uh, you know, after you listen, you guys can build your own opinions. But we're going to try to, like I said, we're going to give our unbiased opinions about this topic. But um, if one of you guys got the article, I do have a little bit of it here. But if one of you guys got the full gist of it, I will hand it away so I can stop talking. I, I have the statement from Chikara from this Monday that we probably is a good place to start since that is a... Clarifies the action they took and uh, where they stand on things. So Chikara and WrestleFactory uh, released this statement this past Monday. Uh, pretty much all this stuff started last weekend. So we're about a week away from when this all went down. But on Monday, Chikara released the following statement. Last week, both Chikara Incorporated and WrestleFactory LLC severed ties with Rory Gulak. We take allegations of misconduct very seriously. In accordance with this, we cooperate completely and transparently with all law enforcement agencies. Our priority is and always will be the safety of our fans, cast, and crew. That's all they said. Okay? Okay. So, what is this about? What is this coming from? What, why did they make this statement? Why did they sever ties with him and note the accusation of mis- misconduct and law enforcement being mentioned here? What this is all coming from is starting in December, some things began to surface online with uh, some fans mentioning interactions they had had with Rory Gulak that they found very troubling. And over the course of the holidays and heading into the new year, the ball kept rolling with this. And essentially what happened is as people came forward with these um, concerns, other people started saying, hey, I've had some sketchy situations involving Rory Gulak. And as these things go, they snowballed. It grew. And apparently uh, one of the people I'm not going to bother name, you know, as far as who did what online. I don't think that really matters at this point. So we'll just not worry about that. If anyone wants to do the digging, you can easily go online and start searching Rory Gulak's name and the stuff's going to come up. The receipts are there. But make sure you use that incognito browser because uh, we're expecting (laughs) knocking your door. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. But eventually, I guess people went to Mike Quackenbush with the concerns. And the big, I guess, biggest concern is that there are accusations of child pornography, and also bestiality porn. And people are claiming to have seen things, have have text exchanges, you know, whether it be Snapchat or Twitter messages or text thread messages. There's numerous threads of, at the bare minimum, at the absolute bare minimum, there are numerous threads of Rory acting very, very creepy, with a number of of girls of different ages, and it's, it seems to be very predatory and very calculated, and it's more than just one person saying this. There's numerous threads of evidence of this sort. But the big red flag that apparently got the law enforcement involved is 
child pornography and bestiality pornography being rumored to be part of this whole scenario. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so here's the thing. Uh, it's, it's, these are all allegations and mm-hmm. accusations, and I'm not here to discredit anyone's uh, statements. I wasn't there. And if they say that they've seen something, then damn it, that's unfortunate. And hopefully the police can you know, get involved and uh, do the right thing and sort everything out. With that said, uh, some of the, the statements that I've been reading on Twitter were from people that have not necessarily sat on this news, but have held on to this news for months, years, and so on, that this guy, this isn't the first time that, you know, Gulak has come up in a small wrestling circles as kind of a creep and a weirdo. There is something that should be, uh, you know, stated and never forgotten. Until it actually comes out, until we actually find a hard drive, the police does, find a hard drive with something inappropriate on it. It is not illegal to be a creep or a weirdo. Yeah, very true. That does not mean that he shouldn't lose his job because, as a representative of the country, as of a company, or a company of two or two, especially considering his business um, in media. Yeah, no, fuck him. He can go. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it. That's exactly my point. I was getting that damage control. Got to do what you got to do. So Chikara owes him Jack. Mm -hmm. However, there's something more important than just a job, and that is the person behind this job. And for the rest of his life, I think that because of how many people are ready to grab a flamethrower and burn everything to the ground on Twitter and then walk away and you know, repent with an oopsie, um, these are very serious allegations and accusations. Um, you know, if, if they are true, then send his ass up the river. But I do think that calm and a measured response is key. Also, what is key is that if some shit is going down and you feel uncomfortable, male or female or everything else in between, you got to tell somebody. And I think that that's kind of the thing. There's a fine line um, between, you know, an enabler and uh, an actual, not an actual victim, but an enabler and somebody that is in over their head. Um, You know, you can't cry wolf. After opening the wolf's door or walking into the lair that says wolf on it, mm-hmm. um, and there have been a couple of scenarios that I've seen play out on Twitter where this where one woman uh, was recounting a uh, scenario with with Gulak and said some really in her mind inappropriate things, kind of creeped me out a little bit, and that's fine. But these, but she did admit that these things were from a year ago. Well, if it was what it was then, then why why didn't we hear about this a year ago? So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, the believability of people is always coming into question. People always blame the victim for being a victim. But you got to put that stuff out there um, and, and have receipts, because if you don't, it's slander but, um, or libel. <laughs> but right. if, it, if it is what it is, please, you know, do not hesitate to put it out there because, um, you know, fuck this guy. Yeah. If what is said is true. I truly appreciate your stance on that. And that mirrors a lot of what I what I have to say. Um, and I know what I'm going to say is going to kind of mirror what else you're going to say because you kind of said it last night. Um, in a state of public opinion, um, a lot of people are really crucified before trial. 
And Jamal makes the most brilliant point of it all. You know, being a creep does not make you guilty. It's, it doesn't. It's, it's, it doesn't make it. You're not breaking the law. And we have seen in other past wrestling instances where somebody comes out say something. Um, the the jury, jury judge, and executioner of Twitter uh, goes after the person. Law enforcement is nowhere to be found. The case fizzles. That person's career is over. Uh, one person in particular, Enzo Amore, not a fan of the guy by any means, any means. But somebody came. I don't know out. why he literally saved the cruiserweight division. <laughs> <laughs> Great, greatest football player in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, but seriously, the guy, you know, lost his whole career, lost his lost his mind as well too, and it, you know, you never really recovered from it in the public eye because of what somebody came out and said happened and so forth. Now, again, not defending. If any of these people are absolutely guilty, and even the crimes and speculation are absolutely wrong, but it's not our job to say, you know, that this person guilty when there is really, one, if no substantial evidence, and if there was substantial evidence, especially something as serious as this, not just as law enforcement going to get involved, but Upwards of a tier of like the FBI can get involved with something like this, and that's not a rumor at all. When that happens, everyone's going to know. If people can find Law Sullivan porn, you can find public record of somebody being arrested for something like that. So what it what it mm-hmm. does for me is just like I don't I, I I the allegations come out, more people are coming out about it, but for me it's just like this has to pan all the way out before i can be sitting here saying like oh this guy fuck him blah 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 blah, like everyone's doing um oh, no, no, no 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 first of all I, I think we can say fuck uh, uh roy gulak because of the fact that he is Greek. right However, we know sure. we know sure. that much for we sure. know that we're, we're definitely not saying um he, he's a creep and lock him up you know and that that's that's the difference right, know, yeah. his his job doesn't owe him anything Okay. And he can go back to selling pizzas in West Philly. But what we are trying to say, well, at least what I'm trying to say is, um, let's not throw him in under the jail yet. Right, okay. Now, he can share a cell with R. Kelly. <laughs> There's room. But this is why you're innocent until proven guilty and not the other way around. Because some, because some serious legal troubles um, have come his way. And honestly... I'm more surprised that we haven't heard any follow-up since. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if the police are involved, then well, what are they finding? What are they investigating? Well, you they know? could ver- they could very easily be building a case right now. You know, the, yeah. I think the big thing is what we've seen so far. I, I would say, you know, we don't quite have a fire, but we absolutely have smoke. Every one of those text exchanges that have been posted by various people, there there's nothing in them that are straight up illegal. But they're creepy, and they're definitely slimy, and they definitely show some predatory actions by him. The way he approached these girls, and the way he went on about to to get to how he'd get to where he'd get in these conversations. There's definitely concern. There's definitely concern. There's definitely smoke. What we don't have yet is the straight up, if people are saying there's this illegal pornography involved... That's what we need. That's what needs to be found. And that's when the whole thing would change to, okay, now the police can have a case. Now it can become a criminal 
you know, proceeding. They can take criminal action against mm-hmm. him at that point. And let's be clear right now, as we're recording this in the last week since this has come out, there's nothing been said about him being cleared of any charges or anything. And there's, and there's also been no charges filed. It's just supposedly there isn't an ongoing investigation going on right now in Philadelphia. That's the extent of what we know as far as that goes. So quick question. If, if the guy is being investigated for these potential heinous crimes, you think they just let him walk? I don't think there's no case to be built. You come definitely come grab this person up and then do what you have to do. But best believe he would absolutely got, have been arrested and then bail or whatever. That however may not that be works. how that works. Yeah, you could. I think the most they could do is they could approach him and say they'd like to question him. But if he doesn't want to cooperate, if they're not charging him with anything, you know, yeah, they, 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 they got to have something to charge him with. I put I put it very clear by employment experience and knowing somebody's straight up day job. By knowing of a rumor of something happening of this extent, the federal agents are walking straight in your door within that week. Not even a hesitation. They are coming in suits with all types of big Kevlar or or uh, or, or bulletproof vests. Maybe that could be yeah. serving a warrant to seize computers. Who knows? Yeah, I nope. mean, there's ain't no ain't yeah. no warrant. They came they coming they came and got them right up up out of there. Not even a hesitation. Just right checked in. Said badge. I saw the whole thing from sitting outside. So, I, and again, I don't, I don't truly know the the extent of the law. But from my from my experience from seeing that, and from what I what I obviously assume, I'm thinking if it's something of this magnitude, we're talking about child pornography. There, you know, if they got enough to say this is an issue or this is what it what it's going to be, I don't see them sitting on anything. I'm seeing them say, "Hey, go get this guy now because this is a serious crime." And on top of that, you know, when you really deep into it, it also can become an exception. So if it's just numerous instances of it, this person is not safe, you know, uh, for for humanity and society. Period. Okay, so yeah, I I'm not don't... a cop or a lawyer, but I'm but I'm telling you, I, that's not how that works. You okay. actually need to establish um, a motive to detain someone. It, it's not like. Oh, I think you. Yeah, man, you look pretty slimy. So I'm just going to hold you up in, in jail for you know until I figure out what my what are we going to charge you with? Right, right. right. But, but, but what I'm saying is that if okay, rumors. The rumors are the rumors. But if the rumors does have any weight to them, and then there's other concrete proof, and the FBI, whoever knows what it well, is. Well, if there's concrete proof, then then yeah, then that's when they kick in his door and sir. And but they usually kick in your door to serve a warrant. You can't right. just to gather more walk evidence. In somebody's house. Right. Um, that uh, violates the Fourth Amendment, um, fair, fair enough. Uh, and the Fifth Amendment as well. So, like, there's a number, a number of things that you can't do. So, um, unless he isn't, you know, walking down the street with like an 18 inch iPad, uh, showing something illegal, you know, it would have to be that for them to lock him up on the spot. So, as uh, are they building a case? Well, possibly, but they meaning who, where? Philadelphia, Cleveland, Detroit, Boston. He's a wrestler. He travels everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, and right. then of course, what is the crime? Possession, intent to distribute. Uh, you know what? What are we? What are we talking here? Yeah. Um, and internet law, because it's not a physical space, uh, is another thing that's really hard to uh, come up with because he's not. I mean, if, and I'm not saying that that this exonerates him at all, but if there was something that was 100% concrete. That she literally says, hey, I'm actually 13. This is fucked up. And he goes, I'm okay. That's okay with me. And then starts showing him, showing her, you know, uh, illicit pictures. And it's confirmed that she's a 13-year-old. 
if that's not come out by now and within the week that the story has uh, evolved, then, you know, that requires a little bit more deeping, okay. a, little, a little bit digger deeping. So the question for me is, you know, who's looking into him and mm-hmm. for what? And it's a federal thing if he crosses straight lines or if he has an excessive amount of stuff. So if he has a trailer out back full of child pornography, then yes, there will be a helicopter surveilling his house. If he has some stuff on his phone, then they're going to have to pin him to that. And, and you know, if it exists. Um, so that's, you know, it, the, it's, it's a thing and it, it requires some building. Oh, they're, they're going to get him. They're going to get him if there's something to get. And I think right. that's the rush to judgment that we really shouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of the, of the rush to judgment, there, there, there was one other angle of this that I want to bring up that was this when this all came out, when people started coming forward, one of the big things that really became a mess over the weekend was people attacking anyone who came forward with this with with the evidence or you know these text message transcripts that they were posting it very quickly became a, a game of why didn't you come out with this sooner why did you sit on this why did you do that what why, why weren't you immediately going to the authorities with this and i just want to say that it's real easy to say that and take that tack with with the people who are involved with this or the victims involved with this if you're not in their shoes, if you're not the one being interacting with him one on one and having this happen to you, it's real easy to, to say, oh, if that happened to me. I'd go and, you know, I'd, I'd be yep. on the phone with the cops as soon as I logged off. It's, it's real easy to say that's how you would handle it. It's a whole nother thing to have it actually happen to you and be in that position. And, you know, we, we know it's been posted online. We, we know about the slimy text messages and all this who knows what else he's sent these? What else is out there that maybe mm-hmm. we haven't seen posted? That what has been taken to the authorities? If there's more to it than this, we don't know how careful he was. We don't know what he's done to what extent. So there could very well be more than this. What could be going on with the police is that there might be something that, hey, I have this that shows this. You know, so who knows? That's the whole thing. There's a lot unknown here. There's a lot unknown here, and it's real easy to come down on people and say, you didn't do this soon enough, or you didn't handle yeah. this in the right way. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that black and white. Mm-hmm. This is a very messy issue in so many ways. And if anything, that kind of rhetoric uh, is more destructive than the single uh, person being the perpetrator. Yeah, that's why, that's why people don't have... want to come forward. Exactly. When you have thousands of people on Twitter you know, threatening you, your your you know messages are blowing up and all this other stuff, and then compound that with all the other social media sites. They're on tout, touting it out, and <laughs> it's like <laughs> you don't want to come forward now. And and you know the fact that this uh, you know a couple people had to reiterate the fact multi times that hey, it was creepy but not illegal, so I didn't really want to come forward. Well, that that's the end of that statement. There's nothing else to blame. That makes sense. But, you know, the story is still the story. And that's why I think it's more important. Um, that's why people don't want to blow the whistle. That's a, there's a, just the Internet is just full of wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to come out and do the right thing. But in spite of that, it's so just immeasurably important that if you are, whether it's this situation or another situation where you know it's the wrong thing, you have to go to the cops immediately. Yeah. You know, that that's. 
just what it is. And if you can't go to the cops, then go then go to you know somebody that you really trust, sort it out. But you can't just sit on it, and you yeah. damn sure can't ask Twitter. Yeah. So definitely, you nailing it tonight. So so no matter what, uh, I think that whatever happens to Roy Gulak is what it is. Yeah. But as so, a, the, for the people that haven't been able to afford it the chance to tell their story, to make their voices heard, do it. Yeah. You, you have to, not just for yourself, but for the people that can't. Be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that we know this is more widespread than, oh, he did this to one or two girls. No, we know this is an ongoing thing with multiple people. And that's why it's just like you said, you can't just go online with it. But the one up, the one upside of that is that did make this story become a thing where we found out, oh, hey, that happened to me too. I have these messages. Oh, that happened to me too. This is what he yeah. did with me. It's like it, that expanded the net to where we knew, okay, this isn't just one or two people. This is like an ongoing pattern of behavior, and we wouldn't know that right. unless people started coming forward with it. But it's just, it's just so silly that like you got people worried about coming forward thinking like, oh, people aren't going to believe me. They're going to say I'm lying. And now it's not even a matter of just that. It's a matter of, oh, no, we believe you, but you didn't come forward in the right way. And now we got yeah. a problem with that, you know? You weren't a good victim. Yeah, you didn't do this in the right way. So right. I'm going to give you trouble about that. Not, so yeah, not only do I, not, I believe you, but now I'm mad at you because you didn't come forward soon enough. Right. So, yeah. You can't win, you know? Um, you know, before we wrap this up really quick, I definitely want to say something else to just kind of add to Jamal's point, too. Um, if you're going to use the Internet, you know, uh, Twitter is not the way. But there and again, I've never been in uh, the situation to have to do this. But I know for a fact that there are resources for you that kind of situates itself for whatever works for you. So if you, you know, if you're not wanting, if you're one of those people that don't want to use 911, you don't have a friend to contact with. There's texting platforms that can help you. Safe, secure texting platforms that you can anonymously report things. So, you know, this is a really, um, it's a really sensitive subject. But, uh, you know, by doing a little can help out a very lot. And not just yourself, but for thousands of other people around you. So, uh, you know, like you said, if you if you know something, people, you know, just, you know, it, yeah. there, there's resources to help. Yeah. And in some jurisdictions, you can actually text the cops, um, oh. you know, that way you don't have to go through the whole thing. And I know, you know, uh, there is a love hate relationship in a lot of communities with the police, Absolutely, um, yeah. you know, state, local and federal. I, I, I understand that. Um, but the real is, is that you can. If you don't want to put it all out there, you can just uh, shoot a text message over to the cops and say, hey, um, you know, what should I do? Uh, never mm -hmm. be afraid to ask questions. Never be afraid to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, well, um, Roy Gulak. Let me just put that out there right now. So. I would have wished you would have waited like 10 more seconds to just close it out. But anyway, gentlemen, I think that it will do it for this topic. I think we could turn on the heat just a little bit now and prepare for our next uh our next grilling but uh for this topic you guys got anything else you want to add um i actually want to say that we shouldn't turn down the heat and we should turn it up just a little bit more uh i know i said it but i'll say it again fuck roy gulak and bill cosby and r kelly and harvey weinstein and jason saint yeah motherfucker i know who you are everybody <laughs> that that does this stupid shit um everybody on twitter that bashes victims all of them all of them. Fuck them. That it's it's not it's not right. It's not fair. 
And it's really unfortunate that you're in a position of power and you choose to exert that power in the negative way. I mean, there's a special place in hell for a person like that that takes advantage of the innocent. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, that's, what, that's what it is. Um, it, it's, it's a whole thing, and it really, it really pisses me off that people are afraid to come out and do and just and be afraid of being a victim, being victimized again by the Internet. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> very true. Very true. I, I was to say that, unfortunately, wrestling has a dark CD underbelly and it's had it for a long time. And I don't know if that'll ever change, but the only way it's ever going to is if people talk about this kind of stuff and bring it out and name who these people are. It's been an ongoing problem for years that, and that's the big thing. It's like, this came out and people are like, immediately people are like, Oh yeah, I believe you. We, we, we know about him. And it's like, if no one speaks up, this stuff ain't ever going to change. And it's unfortunate how this went down this week. And that's why people got to do better with how this stuff's being addressed and letting people get this message out there when these situations come up. Because otherwise, this stuff ain't ever going to change. These predators are out there, and it's nasty, and it's dirty, and they're in positions of power where they're being protected in a lot of damn ways. And until you shine the damn light on them, they're going to keep doing this crap. So stuff, stuff's got to change, and it's got to change in the way people address this stuff and how it's, how it's responded to when it comes out. We, got, we all got to do better on all sides of this. That's all. Step I one, believe women. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, let's 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 start. Let's start with maybe you're right. Let's look into this instead of you're a liar and a whore. Let's look into this. We're going to look into it and there you go. Yeah. Just leave it at that. You know, Yeah, the mindset of, of immediate victim blaming is a joke. Um, so let's start with believing women. And then let's go from there. And fuck Rory Gulak. Let me just I don't know if I can say that or not. that is definitely that but anybody whoever's checking out this episode again um if you're not catching it bright and early that's because you're not subscribed to our patreon account where we will continue hashing out these flaming hot topics where we will be tackling the most hot but most intense and and sometimes even nuclear topics that's happening in in the wrestling world where if you are subscribed to patreon you get it first and if you're listening to this after it has been regularly released and then you're all late but anyway, you know, little donations help us keep the lights on. And, um, you know, it goes a long way. So we really appreciate it. But like Jamal saying, like Will said this entire episode, man, um, it, there's there's definitely a lot of problems that can be floating around. But everyone can help by just doing just a little bit enough in a, in a way of, of something positive. But that will wrap it up for us. Until the next time, we'll catch you each and every week. On our regular show on Thursdays and playing my hot topics come as they end up <laughs> being put out. So uh, we'll catch you guys next time.